not a show. It's not. It's an experience. It, it's <laughs> fucking. This is the audio version of Tasting the Rainbow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're Skittles, but with that don't give you that weird disease like in the commercials. Oh, okay. For a second, I was like, what do you know about Skittles that I don't? Diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> Skittles, so good, you won't mind getting the sugars. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't even like Skittles. Really? I'm not like a fruit candy guy. What about sour Skittles? They're, I mean, they're better. Uh-huh. Do you not like sour candy? I like sour candy fine. I just If I'm seeking out candy, I am always seeking out something in the chocolate space. Okay. I'm never like, I want a big bag of Fucking like I want to taste fruit, but also be unhealthy. Yeah. See, I love eating handfuls of Sour Patch Kids. No, I'm. I, it's well documented. <laughs> yeah. There's been your love of the patch. Many problems related to this. I feel like I haven't seen you eat Sour Patch Kids in a long time. Yes. And I feel like you're also doing fairly well. So I wonder if there's a correlation. <laughs> well, you're gonna find that at some point you were allergic to sour. <laughs> no, I don't think that's what's happening. Fairly is a funny <laughs> no, word. No, I don't eat. <laughs> That's <laughs> what so we had the biz call a joke, Sam. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's it, it. My relationship with Sour Patch Kids is very similar to the relationship of wanting kids. Okay. Whereas, like, oh, oh, you're you're gonna cause me a lot more problems and solutions. <laughs> Uh, okay, now I'm just picturing you get a woman pregnant, but you've eaten so many that like you're in the operating room and you're holding her hand and you're like, just one more push, honey. And then she just queefs out like a thousand sour patch cans. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you see, yeah, you, see, you get it. Tom, have you been chewing on our son again? No. <laughs> just her daughters. Oh. <laughs> I'm not gay. <laughs> but yes, I ate many of our children. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I fucking, I could not imagine, uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely had an unhealthy relationship with Sour Patch Kids. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, a, what a weird thing to have to go to rehab for. Yeah, at least it was really pretty much all I ate. Yeah. It got to a point where I was sucking dick for Sour Patch Kids. Yeah. I didn't even feel it. My tongue was always numb. <laughs> <laughs> sucking dick for sour. Oh, I tasted the pain blow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah no there <laughs> yeah I I I do you know what's funny is like it's not that I still really like them I just don't want to eat them if that makes sense wait you just want to like hang out with them <laughs> sour patch kids yeah I mean you're like I like them but I don't want to eat them yeah like, I just want to get what hot. else is there to I, like about a sour patch kid <laughs> well no 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 I like the taste of them yeah. I just like I just this is the candy version of being the guy who falls in love with a prostitute like yeah that that is true yeah I have emotion yeah you're not you're not gonna take those sour patch kids away from here and start a better life well I, I look at sour this patch purely <laughs> transactional I look at sour patch kids I think the way a lot of like um like alcoholics look at alcohol when they're at a party where everyone else is drinking, uh -huh. where it's like it's a slippery slope, my friends. Right. <laughs> remember, I've, I've hit sour bottom. Yeah, I remember last time I had a kid, and I ended up chugging a one point three bag of <laughs> the candy, and yeah. just <laughs> just found myself screaming at an ex girlfriend's window with you're, no pants on in the middle cut, of a street. You're cutting lines of all that weird sour sugar that like accumulates at the bottom of the bag. <laughs> oh, that shit is amazing. Yeah. You're yeah. putting on your gums and shit. Oh, I have and I will again someday. <laughs> <laughs> Tweak out with who, sour patch Who hasn't? I show me the man who has not acted towards sour sugar me. the Yeah. 
And I'll show you a man who has not lived. You know what? That's fair. I've, yeah. never, I've never ridden the sour pony. Yeah, you're you're dead, my fool. You must just, <laughs> you must devour the candy of sour. Yes, but <laughs> the kids are here to deliver to your buds. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to talk about that candy without it sounding creepy because of the name. I know. Why couldn't you be addicted to like sour worms? Like those are fine. Uh, yeah, but they're not as sour. So it's the sourness level. It's the sour to sweet ratio. I wonder if there's like, you know how they make like those, like the one chip challenge where it's like this thing's so hot it'll burn your mouth and fuck your dad or whatever. Mm. Like, I wonder if there is like a sour version of that. Um, It's like so sour no one can handle it. That's a great question. I'm going to do some recon. Yeah, please do, because I'd be curious. There's also, there's more sour things than Sour Patch Kids, but they don't have... This the like the sweet element and then like the chewability adds to it and the sh- like the density the denser than a uh, like a, a gummy worm a sour gummy worm. Okay, I've got the world's most sour candy is called toxic waste. Oh, I've had that. Have you? Yeah. Okay. I believe so. I'd have to. I'd have to see a photo. It, it looks like that. It comes in a little tub. But they're like individually wrapped things. Yeah, I believe. Although, so. who, yeah, I mean, this is a this is a softball fucking list where atomic warheads are number two. Yeah, maybe sour just doesn't work that way the way spicy does, where there's a limitless potential for it. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's there's uh, your your brain will block it out, like some sort of serious like trauma. Tra- yeah, <laughs> get molested by flavor. Yeah. There's a new candy. It's called Uncle Fingers. You have no idea the level of trauma you can experience until you've experienced a warhead in person. (laughs) Each each candy comes lovingly wrapped in that box from Hellraiser. (laughs) Here at Nestle, we have such sights to show you. (laughs) Yeah, I I do. uh, That is interesting. I wonder if there is, or I wonder if I'm just the only person who would go down that rabbit hole of it being too sour. Well, yeah, because I mean, if you can turn a treat into a punishment, like that's really your whole deal. Yeah, yeah, and and it, well, I'll be honest. Once you've eaten enough, enough Sour Patch Kids, somewhere between I don't know if it's the consistency or the amount of sugar, but you you do feel like your mouth is bleeding a little bit. Yeah, you have a real no sour child left behind. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's I I don't know, and I don't know what that is. I wonder what the, I'm sure there's a part of your brand that means like, oh, you're bad at bath or whatever if you like sour things too much you are to sour children what the u.s military is to poor children (laughs) (laughs) consume them en masse to give you strength yeah yeah no i really do i really do Uh, i i don't i don't know i don't know at what point you go i have an addiction but i think it's when you have several duffel bags of sour patch kids (laughs) you should reconsider you have if bags you have so the size of backpacks with Sour Patch Kids. If you have so many Sour Patch Kids, TSA would not let you through with them. Yeah. Oh, hell no. That's too much food. <laughs> uh, this is so many Sour Patch Kids, this is technically human trafficking. Yeah. <laughs> Are you trying to feed the poor with this amount of Sour Patch Kids? Because yeah, we don't do that here. Yeah. No, yeah, we yeah. let them be hungry. Yeah. So they join the army <laughs> and get blown up. Yeah, I, I'm just imagining them in a meeting like, we know we don't allow $10,000 to be transported overseas. $10,000 in Sour Patch Kids. There's no explicit rule, but it feels <laughs> feels we're, wrong. We're really air this one. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. No, I, I, I definitely like sour candy. Hell yeah. 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 Fucking, uh, what have you been up to, man? You got highs, lows? Uh, sure, yeah. No, I just, <laughs> <laughs> you can tell me if the answer is no. Yeah, I mean the the high is I I I've, I've, which I don't think I was at this point when I was when we last recorded, but yeah, I finished a draft of a thing I'm working on. Yeah, which is awesome. I'm excited to read it. it yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do at least another draft before anyone reads it. But it it is it it was a it was a weird experience because like. You and a couple other friends were like, yeah, that's a lot to write in that short well, yeah, time. Yeah, you wrote like 90 pages in like 10 days. Yeah, it's 92 or 93 in, in like 12 days. And I was like, yeah, but it's not a lot unless it's good. And I was like, no, that's a lot even if it sucks. Like, And I ignored you. And I then, yeah, you do that. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I, well, because that would be admitting a, a, a positive accomplishment. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then I printed it out to edit it last night. I printed out d- double sided. Right. And like, looking at the pile double sided, I was like, "Holy shit!" I didn't. I didn't really until I visually saw it. I was like, "That's f- kind of fucking crazy." Yeah. How much that was in that short of a time, and I, the, like looking on, like, how much does I black out for? <laughs> <laughs> like it's this weird. It's a very weird feeling. It gave me very yeah. shining, fu- shining. Yeah, vibes. I was like eighty of these pages are just all sour and no patch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Tom a zesty boy. Yeah, yeah, but like it was. Uh, what I actually printed out, it actually was like, wow, that's even, even if I had uh, when I added this, I realized that none of this can ever be shown to anybody. <laughs> right. Even if that's a realization, it's still crazy, and it's a big deal that I like did it. Right. You know what I mean? So like that's I guess I that would that would be my high. That's a good high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although it is it is always like uh you, you know what's funny? Do you ever I don't know if you do this when you work on things creatively and it's different with I don't no, I've know. I never as creative as how you just said creatively. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I noticed it when it came out of my mouth too. Okay, so when I'm working Criatavelli. Yeah. Uh huh. Criatavelli's Christmas. Um. Uh. Like, do you do the thing where you're like, I have to finish this, or if I don't finish it before, like, before the shame kicks in, I'm never going to finish it. Hundred percent. And that's the problem with me is the shame always kicks in real fast, and that's why I never finish anything. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's that's exactly because I know the shames. I don't. I don't. And maybe this is. Is Some the people law. write to relax or for profit. I write to outrun the devil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the only real reason to write. There's, but yeah, no, that's exactly like I am afraid of the shame that is going to eventually. Right. And I'm like, work as fast. Don't stop to think, or it's going to hit you, and you're going to stop working on this. Honestly, think less, go fast is not a bad idea for you. <laughs> Yeah, Just no. As a, as a general lifestyle. Oh, every time I think, it ends up horrible. Yeah, no, I know. That's what I'm <laughs> yeah, <getting yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's, but yeah, yeah. Well, it's all, and then it was also a thing where like uh, uh, another friend of mine was like, "You should celebrate your accomplishments." I'm like, "No," because then I'll feel accomplished and stop working. <laughs> yeah, which is the other side of the shame. I should feel neither shame nor pride. I should feel nothing, which is what I felt writing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. If I feel, I stop. This isn't art. It's morphine. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> trying to numb myself. Yeah, dude. It's fucking... It is It is just kind of... It's kind of... It, I, I don't know how else to say it. It's just wild kind of like... I don't I don't know how to explain it. It's just kind of wild going like, huh. 
Right. Like, the amount of that that I was not, like, um, uh, I was not, enga- I, I, I don't know if this makes sense, I was not engaged with myself when I wrote that. Right. No, that's good. You kind of, you zone out a little bit and you just get, get in the in the groove. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure it's going to result into no editing problems. When I oh, no, there's no second draft needed. <laughs> Tom's masterpiece by Tom. Oh yeah, I'm sure there's not going to be moments of, while while reading that that I I want to put the pencil in my eye. Interior. I'm hungry, and then it's just a list of food. <laughs> yep, that works. It's a statement about how hungry I was. That's pretty funny. Moments. Well, that's a good high, man. Yeah, yeah, it's a good high. Low is I just have not I've I don't think I've uh, while working on it I don't think I've left the house other than the coffee shop to record this since I started working on it right. and I realized that it might not be great for my mental health. No, yeah, we talked about this a little bit the other day. It's <laughs> like once this draft is done, you got to go outside more. Yeah, yeah, which um I will do. Yeah, we're going to we're going to game tonight. Yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that'll yes, that'll fix it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that I, I mean, that's it's a uh, like I, it, 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 not the most in- interesting low, but yeah, no, the low, the low is that I, I definitely. Uh, no, I do that sometimes where I just don't leave the house for like a week, and then I'm just like, why do I feel shitty and insane? Oh right, I yeah, nothing good for myself. Yeah, I guess the other low would be is uh, like after and this is going to sound dumb, after writing this, I feel that the previous thing I was working on is inconsequential, which is right. like it, it is not a great feeling, but like like it's a livable one. If well, it's also sense. like a thing of like uh, when you bounce from one thing to another, it's like you have so much invested in a thing. And then when you move on to another project, it's like you've taken all the energy that you had and like emotional stakes in that first thing and moved them over to this thing. Yeah. Doesn't mean thing one is bad. You thing one you're talking about the pilot you wrote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, which I think is very good. Yeah, well, I appreciate that, but it does. I do, yeah, I do have that feeling of like, I guess the feeling is like, uh, like uh, I I feel like I wrote something superficial, right? And then I've spent all this time and all those drafts on the thing that doesn't, which is not which you're right. Right. Yeah. It's. But, I, yeah. I, mean, I mean, it's like the thing of like when you have a, a new kid, it's like, all right, I like the new kid more than the other kid. Uh huh. Parenting from Keith yeah. Carey. <laughs> well, yeah, it's whatever is the freshest kid. That's your favorite one. Yeah. 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 The freshest one. Yeah. You, uh, my you, if, fucking stale middle schooler. If you have a five year old and a two year old, you should constantly berate your five year old for not being two. I think that's important. Be like, yeah. You're old news, motherfucker. Yeah. You're nowhere near as sour as your brother. <laughs> <laughs> What about you? What are your highs and lows? Uh, I mean, it all kind of tied into me and uh, me and Jordan went to Vegas this weekend. I uh, know it sounded exciting. Yeah, we went as like uh, my birthday's this week, so we went as like a pre-birthday uh, thing. The nineteenth, because Keith won't say it. It's the nineteenth. Oh yeah, it's the nineteenth. Okay, yeah. cool. I've only said it the wrong. I always get November yeah, right. Right. And then it will be pretty much any day but the nineteenth. Yeah, I, I'm gonna be honest. With you, it'd be more impressive that you remembered if it wasn't written on the wall in front of your eyes. I. So here's the thing, Keith. Uh. I didn't see that. Okay. Okay. I'm. I'm gonna choose to believe you. I uh, look. I. I. You know my eyes when I go. Hee hee. I'm fucking with you. Right. I genuinely didn't see that. Well, I appreciate you for remembering. Yeah. I look forward to. I don't know, receiving a dead bird or whatever. I'm going to get you Sour Patch Kids. (laughs) (laughs) Then I'm going to re-gift them to you on Christmas. (laughs) Because every year I just get you a fucking uh, satchel of Sour Patch Kids. (laughs) 
but no, it was fucking. It was super fun. I went to uh, we went to a Vegas Golden Knights game, which is uh, that is a fucking dope place to watch a hockey game. Dude. Everything I've heard is that yeah, dude. People go ape shit. There's a guy who has like I am not a Golden Knights fan, but I will convert if I can have this job. Which is they have a guy dressed like a knight who just went on stage outside before the game and just talked shit on Vancouver. <laughs> not even really the team, just as a city. Oh, uh, that's even better. Was just you people disappoint me, and you're used to disappointment, Vancouver. Blech. <laughs> like he just, I'm like, this guy's life fucking rips. Uh, that, that is awesome. I have a sword, and I think Detroit is gay. <laughs> like, what an awesome life. <laughs> like, all I've ever wanted to do is have a dumb accent and tell people where they're from is bad. Uh-huh. Uh, but fucking good, good, good time, good game. Uh, my low of the week and a thing I'm super annoyed at, and we've seen this a little bit at Ducks games, but it was like a lot of it happened there. Is people doing the fucking Let's Go Brandon thing at sporting events? Uh-huh. You know about Let's Go Brandon, right? Is that supposed to be for uh, uh, Brandon What's-His-Face, who's being tried right now? No, 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 no. That's You're thinking of Kyle Rittenhouse. That is what I'm thinking of. Is, okay, so Very what, different. So Let's Go Brandon, I'm honestly shocked you missed this one. Uh, it's because like, it's like a big thing. Is So there was a NASCAR race, mm-hmm. and uh, this dude, Brandon something or other, won. And they were doing an interview with him afterwards, like by the track and, you know, just standard, like, how did you feel about driving fast or whatever? The fucking yeah. ask a NASCAR driver. And the whole crowd had just spontaneously started chanting, fuck Joe Biden. Uh-huh. And uh, at, at some point, like the reporter, like, I don't I don't know if she misheard or she was clearly trying to save face or whatever. She just goes, well, they're all chanting. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> like, it's, they're clearly chanting, fuck Joe Biden. Oh, wow. And so now that's become this thing on the right is people like uh, just yelling that at events and stuff and like wearing shirts that say it and shit. And it's like, never mind my political leanings. I'm just like, we're watching a fucking hockey game. Like, why do you also need this to be part of it? Yeah. Like, I would be equally as annoyed if, if if not more annoyed if I went to a hockey game. It was like everybody got bored of cheering for the Ducks and then just went Kamala Harris rules. Kamala Harris rules. Or tr- like, I get I'd get annoyed if everyone started chanting Trump sucks. It's an escape. Fucking don't it's just lame fucking nerd shit. Yeah, yeah. It just bums out. But uh, but yeah, I'm that's... I'm at a live sporting event to get away from Twitter. Why are you following me? Exactly. Yeah. Leave yeah. me alone. But that uh, that was a fucking bummer. But uh, no, we went uh, the next night. We were like, okay, I want to go out and like do like a baller like uh, like Vegas night or whatever. So yeah. We went to like the fanciest restaurant I've ever been to. It was this French place at the Aria. And I it, was never, it good. It was great. Okay, it was fucking. It was super great. But I, uh, I was so I've never been anywhere nice. Okay, just in general in my life. And Jordan is from Napa, so like that's all like fancy restaurants and like wineries. So she like she really was the man of the operation. Uh-huh. She ordered for us. I didn't have to learn how to pronounce it. <laughs> she knew the right questions to ask or whatever. But we walked in, and so it's like the the hostess is leading us in. And then it's like her and then me and then Jordan behind me. And so we're walking in and I see her pull out the chair and I go, oh, okay. Like, I assume they're going to pull both chairs out. So I sit down 
and you see the lady, you go, oh, fuck. <laughs> and, I'm like, and I realize as my ass hits the chair. That's supposed that, to be for Jordan. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> and she looks at me like, you poor asshole. I'm like, I know. And Jordan's like, oh, I'm going to bust your dick forever about this. <laughs> and then it was just like, we basically, without speaking, made the decision, we're going to wait till after dinner to talk about how lame that was. <laughs> That's so funny. I was, I was, I was just like, God damn it! I had one job. Just don't sit down. But I, I was in front, so it felt weird to move. And I don't know, man. We usually go to like norms. Yeah, yeah. Where usually, if you know, Jack is moving the chair at norms, <laughs> it's to kill a rat near us. Yeah, it's usually I'm sitting, I'm sitting down first at the restaurants we go to to make sure there's no used hypodermics in the booth. Yes. Like, yeah, and I come in second to use those hypodermics. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I fucking. Um, that's hilarious. Right. <laughs> that's hilarious. And uh, yeah, and me and you, because he, here's the thing. I think if I were that situation, uh, uh, I don't, I don't think I would have sat down. Right. But not because I knew it was for the person behind me. Right. I think I would have been terrified at the gesture <laughs> that I assumed was for me. If that makes well, sense. It was, just, it was a fancy place. I thought they were going to pull both chairs out and be like, hell yeah. <laughs> I wonder if she was going to. Do you next? Well, what's awesome? No, because what's awesome is she then did not pull the other. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking bitch. Like, you know what you're doing here. (laughs) That's so funny. She was just like, I'm going to fucking make this real bad for you, fat man. That's so fucking funny. But that was fun. We went to uh, we went to this like weird like. What, What did you eat? Oh, I got a. Uh, we got like this fucking like crazy like fancy cheese plate with a bunch of cheeses I okay. couldn't pronounce, uh-huh. and then uh, I got like this like like fondue. No, it was like uh, fondue. Like, they were they were like aged by, and they had the name of the guy in charge of the cheese, which I guess means it's good. Uh-huh. But it was good, good cheese, and I got like a big ass steak. Okay. Yeah, steak. Uh, first we got like a creme brulee. For got a forty dollar glass of wine. Wow. Which, uh, I don't know. I don't think I get fancy wine because I was like, that tastes like it came out of, I guess, a nice box. Like, I don't really know the difference. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, there's definitely uh, it, it, when it comes to like fancy stuff. Right. I'm uh, very torn. OK. Because when I've tried fancy stuff half the time, I'm I, I'm like. This this is uh, this is like, oh, I can taste the difference. Right. Another half of the time I'm like. This, there is, there is no difference. It just costs more. Right. You know what I mean? You know what I will say with this place? I'm like, oh, I understand why this is, uh, like an ungodly expensive fancy thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. But I do feel like, I feel like a lot of, like, I feel like, a, and I, I, I don't know this. I'm not a restaurant man. Right. You know. <laughs> like, sure. I suppose you're not. I feel like there's a lot of like, uh, just from my limited knowledge, I feel like there's a lot of chefs who are like, I'm an artist. I'm trying to do things. Uh, uniquely and really push boundaries right. and I have to charge more to make a profit and uh, also my worth. And I think there are a lot of people just like any other industry or like who are hacks who go, I'm going to cut a bunch of corners and do a thing that kind of seems like that. Yeah, and then, exactly. And th- yeah. And then charge the same amount. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to put a weird looking sauce on there. Yeah. And then that's a hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, that was fucking great. And then we went to this weird circus show at, uh, uh, fucking uh, Caesars. Not Circus Soleil. No, it was. Uh, it's called Absinthe. Absent or Absinthe. Absinthe. Like the like the booze. Okay. Uh, and it, it was cool. It was. I don't know. It was just like this little room where basically it was like 
five acrobat routines, and in between, a guy in a silver blazer just did, like, the laziest, most offensive crowd work I've ever seen. <laughs> okay. Whereas, I mean, we've done enough comedy shows where you know, like, hosting 101 at a club where it's like, all right, who's fucking, you guys are sluts, ah, yeah. what's your deal, fucking, if it's any white guy, oh, no, it's fucking Trump Hitler or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, that guy just doing that and murdering harder than I could ever <laughs> kill in my life. He's like, yeah, you guys are fucking shitting jizz on each other, and they're like, oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, what did he say? He's like, you guys are fucking shitting jizz on each other. <laughs> and they're like, we fucking love you. And he's like, here's some Chinese guys throwing each other around or whatever. <laughs> but it fucking rocked. Like, it was red. I don't know. I made friends with a weird cholo outside. And he gave me, I guess, he, like they, they smuggled cigarettes in from Mexico that taste like cucumbers. Whoa. Yeah, they have cucumber-flavored cigarettes in Mexico. Weird. Yeah, which is weird. I'm like, it feels like I'm smoking a salad. Like, I'm not... <laughs> I don't really understand why you would buy these. <laughs> well, I, I want to try one. They're not bad. It's fresh. Yeah. 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 Somewhere between like, a, yeah, it sounds it's like turbo menthol kind of. Like, okay. Like yeah. Feels brisk. Yeah. Okay. I always wondered. Yeah. I always wondered an unhealthy way I could ingest salad. And yeah, now exactly. we have <laughs> like I'm all out of jello. <laughs> But so we've been we've been going pretty hard this whole time. And Jordan at this point is starting to get cross-eyed drunk. Okay. And she's we're like sort of debating what we're gonna do. And she's like, I think I want to go look at butts. Okay. And we had kind of like she had never been to a strip club. Uh huh. And we went. We talked about it on the pod. We went yeah. to a couple on the road, and she got a little. Uh, I don't know. A little not not mad, but like insecure about it or whatever. Uh -huh. like, I'll take you to one if you want to go. And I'm thinking like I'm gonna take her, and she's gonna be like, Oh, this is all it is. I guess this is fine. I forget how bi she is <laughs> until we got to one. Uh -huh. And I'm like, oh, you would be the easiest mark in the world if you were a dude. Because she's just, oh, my God, boo. <laughs> 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 just lost her did you guys go to a bisexual one? or uh, I mean, anyone's a bisexual if you're with a girl who likes girls. <laughs> no, I mean, like. Uh, no, they uh, didn't have like a dude. Room. OK, no, it's. Weirdly, we we were talking about this. We did some recon. There don't seem to be male strip clubs that function the same way female strip clubs do. Okay. Like there are like male like top like like sort of like uh, what do you call it? Like it's more of a show. Okay. You know what I mean? It's like a review. It's like a burlesque kind of vibe. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't. There's not somewhere where like there's just a bunch of women just creeping out, like drinking two dollar beers and smoking cigarettes while a dude just wags his wiener on stage. Okay. Like those just don't seem to exist in the same way. I thought a coworker I had went with her friends in Vegas to a male strip club, but maybe that's what she went to. Maybe it's, I mean we didn't really look for it in Vegas. I just have looked in general. Like, yeah. There's definitely not one in L. A. Right. right. I was like that'd be a funny thing to go to because I've never been to one. Well, I also feel like, and once again, I don't, I don't actually know. I feel like if you want to do, like, like what, like, I feel like gay sexuality, like once you're out, you can just like, it, whatever you want to do, you can find, you can find that. <laughs> right. But even then, everybody just likes looking at something. That's you know true. I mean? But I was just wondering if maybe just because there's less, um, like I feel like like uh, I feel like I know more gay people who have like conquered their shame, right? Than straight people, <laughs> if that makes sense. That's, honestly, that's very uh, very accurate. Yeah, like not saying it it isn't it it doesn't exist to any level, but I feel like they like act because they actively have to. They oftentimes conquer it, so maybe there's. Not this weird, like, they, they don't have to make it a transaction. Yeah. Well, it's also, now we got all these broads out of here. We can start partying. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I wonder I wonder why that, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. 
But we uh, we we left the strip club and like the whole time we were in there, like Jordan was fine. Like we were all de- we were definitely drunk, but she was like holding it together. Uh huh. And then we got outside and I went, OK, should I call the Uber? And her response was a bunch of Sylvester Stallone noises. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, OK, she's fucking done. <laughs> OK. And just. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you have immediately started like just blacking out. And we get in the Uber and it, it there is a beautiful tension in an Uber where I'm the semi sober one, even though I'm drunk, but like I'm sober compared to Jordan. And the Uber driver is trying not to say anything. Jordan's trying not to say anything. But the tension is we both know this lady's going to vomit very soon. <laughs> so is she going to do it in your car? Like he was going to a full stop before a speed bump to make sure she didn't puke in the car. <laughs> but we get there. We get to like the front door of like the hotel building. And Jordan's just like, OK, I got to go. And I'm like, oh, shit, because I realized I left the room key in the room. So oh, I'm like, no. you stay right here. I am going to be gone for two and a half minutes. And oh, I'll be back no. with a room key. And as I'm leaving, I'm already starting to get texts and they're not English. Like they're just <laughs> they're just loose letters. And then somehow periodically just gifts of Beyonce's ass. <laughs> like it feels it feels, <laughs> it feels like somebody who like has lost all their teeth. And like is just desperately trying to communicate by pointing at a window or something. It's like this is the only way her brain can still fire to talk. <laughs> And I get the key. I come back and she's just smoking a cigarette. And I'm like, you doing okay? She's like, yeah, I'm doing fine. And then all of the vomit in the world comes out and she pees. Holy shit. <laughs> and she just stands at the parking lot, piss vomiting for like a full 120 oh, no. seconds. Like uninterrupted streams. Oh, no. The Bellagio has nothing on this show. <laughs> <laughs> take her upstairs and get her in the shower and I leave her for 30 seconds to put her fucking clothes in a bag I turn around and she is literally sitting in the shower covering her head she just keeps going I'm so little because <laughs> she's like shrunk down into a shame ball oh no uh, yeah so then she slept till like 2 the next day <laughs> so was, I don't know I enjoyed it I thought it was pretty funny <laughs> Well, Man, she was you like, guys raged hard. Well, yeah, she was like, I finally feel like I got the Vegas experience because I browned out at a strip club and I want to fucking leave. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you get it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I've never. Uh, yeah, I've never been that drunk in Vegas. It's yeah. I, I mean, I recommend it. That's kind of the way to do it. I've tried to get that drunk in Vegas. I'm well, getting never... you that drunk. She's a lightweight. Like it doesn't take that much I know. to get her gone. Getting you that drunk in Vegas would literally cost two thousand dollars. I know. Like, that's always that's always the, the, the balance between my financial state and how drunk I want to get is always the battle. Like, like if I want to get you blackout and drunk in Vegas, I am going to have to find a way to make enough money to buy a home so I can take out a second mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> It would require some sort of a leg breaker loan shark situation. I oftentimes in the past I've 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 definitely in Vegas uh brought my own personal collection of bottles to right. like actually make them strong enough to the point I need them. Need is the wrong word. I don't like that I said need. Want them. <laughs> uh, I, I, <laughs> My favorite part of the thing is, is just like, so she puked all this shit in the, the thing. And as we're going up the elevator, I just look out the window and I see the puddle of puke. And I'm like, man, 
That is one of the most expensive puddles of vomit I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's right. You guys went to the fucking first. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know if I can call in for like a partial refund or something. Like, <laughs> oh man, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, can I at least get the money back for like the the Gruyere, <laughs> one of those cheeses? <laughs> that's that's so funny. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I would have. I would. <laughs> Once again, we're very different people because I would have had a panic attack if I, saw some, if I spent a lot of... <laughs> what are you going to do? Tell her to eat it again? <laughs> no, no, no. I would definitely internalize it and then bring it up as a weird fight at some point later in the relationship. <laughs> like, somehow it would have been more ethical if it was poop, but the fact that it's vomit makes you mad. Oh, no, I'm not saying I'm right. So I'm just no, saying, I know. I'm just... knowing me, that's what I would have done. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. That's... So fun. How long were you guys at the strip club? Uh, like an hour, hour and a half, maybe. Okay. Yeah. That's both a long time and not a long time at a strip club. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, it, it's about as long as I, I cared to stay. Yeah. Well, we were in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in Atlanta, we didn't have a lot else going on. We didn't have a lot else going on, and Nicole was pretty adamant about uh, the location in which we stayed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like, we're shutting this piece down. Yeah, yeah. Now, next time I go to a strip club with Nicole, I'm going to bring a crowbar to pry her from the chair <laughs> when it's time to leave. I'm just going to subtly replace her money with Monopoly bills. <laughs> she doesn't fucking ruin her life over, <laughs> over an ass. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, all in all, it's a fucking uh, it's a good trip. I'm super fucking wiped. But... Oh, yeah, I can imagine. But, yeah, yeah that sounds super fun. Yeah, no, it's a rager. Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it's well, what, what, what? One of these days, I'm going to go to Vegas, uh, w- with with money. Right. At some point in my life, <laughs> I, I recommend it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, I've gone, I've gotten there with. I remember I, when I went there right after I worked at the pot farm. I had some money. Right. But not like, not like. Like I had enough money to go and gamble for for more than I sure hope this five dollars turns into twenty dollars or what right like but like uh yeah no I, I I will at some points ruin ruin myself at Vegas right well I was talking to Jordan about this like because me and you have been to Vegas before and I've gone with like bros yeah. or whatever. But it's like going with a going with a gal and doing like the sort of like fancier version. Not even like this show about fancy, but just like doing like she's it's like fancier. It, well, she's like, is it too dorky to go to a show? Like she thought I was gonna be like, no, nah, fucking shows are gay, dude. And I'm like, no, dude, like that sounds awesome. Because this is the kind of stuff I would never do if me and you went to Vegas. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna stay up till four in the morning playing one dollar roulette and you know <laughs> yeah. losing our mind on well whiskey mixed with waitress spit. Like that's what we're gonna do. Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely, I definitely, uh, yeah, no, it's so, yeah. what? You're what, not going to absinthe a burlesque sensual spectacular at Caesar's Palace with your boy, like. No, no, <laughs> I mean, I mean, here's. I do stand by next time we go to Vegas, I want to go to Magic Mike XL with you, and I will pay extra to get you on stage. <laughs> I, I might do that just because it'd be I want hilarious. You to get panic attack molested by a bunch of Australian male strippers. Yeah, I, yeah. Part of me is like that would be pretty funny, and I. The other part of me is like I'm not going to handle that well. No, <laughs> listen, man, I don't want to see you handle it well. <laughs> just, just based off of, uh, like, there was a point at the Atlanta strip club where I was like, okay, they're not saying exactly how. 
But I am behaving weirdly at this strip club because they keep kind of going like, oh, you <laughs> like you were, no, you were being relatively normal. I was being OK. I think they were like, I think uh, not not like uh, not like weird as in like uh, uh, like, oh, he's being creepy. I think they were just like uh, um, I think a couple of them were like shocked at how polite I was. Right. <laughs> Is more what I mean. Well, yeah, that wasn't a place where it seemed like people were friendly and kept their hands to themselves a ton. What, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Which is what what I was doing. Yeah. There was a lot of. Yeah. But uh, but it just how conservative I come off in a strip club where I'm interested in the performers. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> the perform- <laughs> you have a playbill. <laughs> it says the role of cinnamon tonight will be played by Gertrude. Interesting. An understudy. <laughs> Yeah, There's, I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what it is. And I will spend too much of my life sitting there going, why I get so fucking like conservative around goddamn like uh, I, exploitive is the wrong. Wor- I mean, it's kind of exploitive, but just like people like um, uh, just people who have no um, inhibitions with their like naked selves, right. I guess. I mean, that makes sense. Though. I mean, like you have like a I don't think I don't think you're abnormal in that way. I think some people are comfortable with it and some people are. Less yeah. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, there's part of me that wishes that I was just more like, fuck, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Put it in my throat. Like, uh, you know, like. Put, put what in your the throat? Nipple. <laughs> how big a nipple you got? If it's getting all the way into your throat. Uh, It's more how wide I'll open my mouth. <laughs> you a fucking bird? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a titty snake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a booby constrictor. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Put your nipple in my throat is one of the worst things I've ever heard. That's, you, you should be maced and killed if you say that in a strip club. I don't disagree. Yeah, yeah. I would never say it. No, there. I know. <laughs> I don't even like that you said it here. <laughs> I mean, this is where I go to say the things that no one wants to hear. <laughs> that's, what, man, that's the experience of this is not a show. Yeah, man, that's the jazz of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> this is... The, it's uh, it's all about the senses you don't want to hear, and then hearing them over and over and over again. Yeah, <laughs> you know what it is? I enjoy it. Like I, I used to go to strip clubs a lot when I was like nineteen. Like right when I became like a, an adult, I was like, oh hell yeah, now I can go. And I was I was a dumb young idiot who like could not shake the well. I'm at a place where people are naked, so maybe I'm gonna get laid. You know uh-huh. what I mean? That weird dumb idiot part of your brain. Where now you go and I'm like, I know what this is, and I know this. I have no illusions that this is gonna pan out for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. There was a dude at this strip club who like, he bummed a cigarette from Jordan, and then like they both walked up to the rail to like tip a girl, and I was sitting back, and apparently when he walked up there with her, he just like sort of looks at me, looks at her, and goes, "Yeah, it's cool that you brought your homie to the strip club." <laughs> <laughs> Clearly trying to be like, "That's just your bro, right? Like I can hit on you now." <laughs> She's like, "No." <laughs> That's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's that's. I mean, I, funny is the wrong word. But, no, but I, I wasn't like mad about it. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, that's not a good shot, but I guess you had to shoot it. Yeah, well, that's that's a weird. I like. I couldn't. I couldn't. Like, if I saw uh, uh, one girl or a flock of girls at a strip club, I wouldn't be like, surely they're here for my pain. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, it's also just like, hey, man, you ask for a cigarette. Don't ask for the cigarette and pussy. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, pick one. Don't be rude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you yeah. give a mouse a cigarette. 
Yeah, well, and even if like the girls are like, if there's a bunch of girls there having a great time, right. or a, one girl there having a great time, and you're like, ah, yes, they're all revved up with yeah. this, these ladies on stage. Surely they will want my sweaty penis. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh oh, look like, out! Here comes balding Jeff. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah it's <laughs> like there is like a level of disconnect, but. I don't know. Yeah, me and my finest button-up shirt from Ross Dress for Less noticed you across the bar. Yeah. Do you like belt buckles yeah. with, with engravings on them? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to smell well whiskey on my breath while I tell you things you don't care about? Here's you, You're going to take a sniff of my socks I've been wearing since Texas, and it's going to teach you a lot about my story. Could you help me out? My throat is notoriously unnippled right now. <laughs> You might be going, wow, that's a lot of uh, uh, interesting birthmarks. They're scars, and I'm going to tell you about all of them. <laughs> I'm like the Joker, but not interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine the Joker had the personality that you see at a Golden Corral, and that's what I'm going to be presenting <laughs> Imagine to you. the Joker had the personality of somebody who really likes the Joker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like the Golden Corral Joker. <laughs> You want to know I got these cards? I was changing the hot plate at the tater tots. <laughs> the water got on my mouth. Yeah. It hurts. <laughs> anyway, try the brisket. Some people just want to see a stomach churn. <laughs> Golden Corral Joker. Breaks a breadstick in half and throws it to the table. <laughs> Two fat people knife fighting with a broken breadstick for the last piece of fucking uh, pie. <laughs> It's just the last thing where he's hanging by his foot off the side of yeah. side of the golden crumb, but he's still eating cookies. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah. All right, do we want to uh, take a look at the mailbag? Sure. Yeah. Right, give me one second. Let me grab my phone. Actually, I have to pee. Okay, we'll take a quick break. Yeah. All right, we're back. The back. I uh, I just wanted to point out a thing I just saw real quick, and then we'll uh, pull up the tweets. For sure. So there's like a weird tab on Facebook right now that's like uh, asking you for you to get involved in like community services or whatever. Okay. Uh, but it has like. They tag you in things, so like these are things we think you are interested in that you would volunteer with, and it's just Long Beach women food, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you got it. <laughs> like, those are the two charity organizations I can think of: are chicks and snacks. Keith's <laughs> three three defining traits: Long Beach women food. Uh, all right, we got a. Uh, Bobby Covers, uh, what are some ways you guys deal with writer's block or whatever you prefer to call it, and have they changed in the last couple of years due to lockdown stuff? And a fun question, which sport would be improved if the competitors had to wear six-inch stiletto heels? Ooh. Um, I'm going to think about the six-inch stiletto heels thing first. Okay. I, the writer's block one, you tell me, man, because I'm bad. I, to, honestly, I am impressed that Tom got... <laughs> you getting through that whole script makes me want to finish a thing again. Uh-huh. Because I haven't, I haven't finished a script that I started in, like... This part's been a couple years. Uh-huh. I wrote another pilot after the Karnak one that uh, is sitting around somewhere. I, oh, I, I would have... Oh, is that the one you re uh, did with other people, or...? No, I just wrote it by myself. Oh, I, yeah. I thought I sent it to you. No. Oh, maybe I'll uh, yeah, maybe I'll send it over and see what you think. No, I'd love to read more because really, Carnock is the only thing I read by well, you. Well, I haven't. The thing is, like, so I haven't finished like a, a feature script in a long to like in years, mm -hmm. and I had a bunch of them. That I had like I had written like four that were done to some degree done, like they were still mm -hmm. being drafted or whatever. And it was like pre having like the clouds set up, and they were all on one laptop, 
Uh, and then that laptop got stolen out of Nicole's car. Oh, uh, yeah. So I lost, like, pretty much the uh, first, like, ten years of writing I ever did. Oh, uh, that sucks. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I've, I've lost, because I used, before I did, before I did, like, stand up, like, I used to act and write. Right. It used to be my thing. And I, some, some of it is just super gone because computers crash. Right. And the good news is it's all, um, it's all stuff I don't really want to have evidence <laughs> of anyway. <laughs> That's the thing. Most of what was on there was probably shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, the best way to deal with writers, you know what's funny is I don't really, I don't. <laughs> That's not really a you problem. I have a different problem. Uh-huh. I have a different problem where I will think about a thing for way too long. I I have like, I think I think it's the one. It uh, writing is a really healthy way for me to deal with uh uh, uh some o- OCD stuff I deal with. Okay. Uh, where I obsess to an unhealthy level over ideas or concepts. Right. Um, uh, uh, and, like, even, you know, so, like, and it'll just be stuck in my head a lot of times. It's just in I- images. Right. And instead of writing a lot of them, I just fucking, um, I, like, torture myself by going over these images over and over and over and over again. Right. Even sometimes sometimes they're innocuous images. Right. I'll still just like it's just not help, you know, it's it, like so a lot of the times for, you know, for me the problem isn't writer's block, the problem is like actually sitting down and writing a thing that I'm obsessing over. Right. Uh, like not saying I've never had writer's block. Um the the biggest pro- like when I've had writer's block, the biggest problem uh, for me is when I am trying to follow the images over what makes sense for the characters. Right. If that makes sense, like I'll have I'll start a thing because of a, a very specific like uh, image that won't go away in my head. Right. And I'm trying to either lead up to that image or lead up to it, you know, it, whether it have that image is in the first act or the second act or that or wherever it's supposed to be. I'm trying to lead up to that image, and I'll design the characters to lead up to that image. And then a lot of times the characters want to do a different thing, right? And I go, well, they got to go to that image. And then I start, I like force myself to try to rewrite it for what was in my head, right? Instead of what is naturally coming out of me. And that leads me to writer's block a lot of the time, if that makes sense. I think football would probably be pretty funny. <laughs> it would be, yeah. Sorry, it just seemed like the most dismissive. No, 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 no. No, I, wanted, I know what you're saying. I wanted to do that for, yeah. Uh, but yeah, if that if that makes sense, is like I think the biggest reason I get writer's block is when I'm too married to, uh, I'm too married to a thing. Right. Attachment is bad. Yeah. If love, you're, yeah, love if you're, nothing. <laughs> well, no, no, you can love it. You can love a thing, but like, I think a lot of times you, um, I there's 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 like a difference between like loving a thing and being obsessed with the thing. Right. No, I get that. You know. Uh. So I think that's where I get my writer's block. So I I for me it's um going like whatever i'm most attached to whether it's a line or a scene or a sh- or, or or a character or stuff that doesn't um that is like ruining that is taking that is 
I'm getting too fixated on it. That's usually a thing I have to, uh, you know, that's usually the darling you have to kill to be able to move on and continue working, working on whatever I'm working on. Right. Yeah. And I say this is a completely unpublished, un- <laughs> unproduced, un- uh, uh, barely read person who writes. Welcome to my master class. I'm being an unshaven lunatic. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't, yeah. Keep... No, I mean, like, I don't know. You write shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious what yours is, especially since you say you've been dealing with it. Yeah, no, I don't know how to break it. That's why I haven't finished anything in two years. What what stops you? My problem, like we were talking about the outrunning the shame thing, but that's the thing I really like. It's not even shame, but I just start picking shit apart, and I'm like, this was better in my head than it is on paper, and then I get bored, and then I get tired. Yeah, I just I need to like pick a thing, commit to finishing it, and then finish it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, no, it things being different in my head than on paper is a big thing that stops me. Right. Or has stopped me in the past. And then Or I get in like the fucking shitty loop of like I think we've talked about this or I talked about this with somebody, but it's like when I it was easier for me to like finish like an actual script for something before I worked at all in entertainment. Because mm-hmm. it was like, well, this will never exist anyway. This is purely just for me. But now it's like I know just enough about how shit gets made and what shit gets made. That I get like 20 pages in and I'm like, here's 10,000 reasons they won't make this and they won't let you make this and it would cost too much and blah, blah, blah. And then it's just fucking I just get bogged down and like beat myself up. I don't I don't I don't like me very much is part of the problem. Yeah, no, I. I, So I'm always looking for ways to poke holes in my fucking balloon. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, I I totally (laughs) I I totally, totally, totally get that. Yeah. Yeah. No, and it's. Yeah, I feel like uh, 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 like uh, I forgot who I who I said this to. It's some it was something along. Like I think my process that I've noticed is like the first three drafts of thing is because I hate myself. Right. <laughs> I'm directly addressing hating myself. Right. And then the next three is uh, or no, the first three is hating your life. The next three is hating your uh. Uh, your writing and the final three is hating yourself. That's a Russian nesting doll of bummers, dude. <laughs> but, like, I think it's, I, I kind of, like, at least it's true for me. But I, I also, I get that. And sometimes, yeah. Sometimes it's also, like, I don't know if you've ever had this, because uh, I definitely deal with this, is, like, uh, a lot of times I don't want to write, uh, I get writer's block because I don't want to deal with, um, I don't really actually want to dive into a thing that bums me out. <laughs> right. And the reality is, like, if you're going to write anything substantial, like, it's going to, it doesn't have to bum you out, but you have to evoke some sort of emotion from yourself. Right. And I hate emotion. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it doesn't matter what it is. It, yeah. Like, it, I, I wish. If I got to feel shit, I'm having a bad day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, like, I, I not, con- like, subconsciously, I think I run away from feeling shit as much as possible. No, that makes sense. Yeah, which is a thing I realized about myself. Oh, yeah. More you know. There you go. Anyway, could I suck my own dick less on this podcast, please? <laughs> I know. Make some room for some nipples in that throat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Aslan Rex says, hi of the week. Finally getting ceiling repair work done. Low nice. Of the, low of the week. Having to pack everything in my kitchen and tear out my cabinets for new ceilings to be installed. No question. Can't think of anything right now. <laughs> <laughs> Tight, dude. Uh, Sue Denham says, if you were dropped in England in 1000 AD, what modern thing would you show them to bargain for your life? You can't take anything with you, so you'd have to do it with what's available then using what you know from the future. 
Oh, man. The problem is I don't think this would work for me because the beautiful thing about living in the future is that now I don't have to know how to do anything. Yeah. I was like, gonna... you can be functionally, like, d- disabled and still, like, if you know how to work two machines, you can be a member of society. Oh, yeah. The like, tw- so I don't I don't know how to, like, what am I going to do? Show them how to light a fire? Like, I mean, they probably know how to do that a thousand. Oh, AD. yeah, they're better at us than lighting That's true. What, I, I, I mean, what do they not know in a thousand AD that I can do? You, you know what I was thinking of, and I, I realized the problem here. They're like, I want to teach them, like, the most, just show them the most elementary coin trick. Just like magic trick. They probably knew how to do that, though. I don't know if they did, but uh, here's here's the bigger problem of of that. One, I don't actually know how to do the most. <laughs> that, ele- that is ele- the bigger issue. Elementary. Uh, I used to know some card tricks, but I don't know any fucking coin. I tricks. can make. I can do the thing where I'm not holding a card and then I'm holding a card. Okay, I can do that. And then, but I don't know how much. I think they're just gonna be like, he's a wizard. Then, well, that's exactly my next point. Is I then they they I think they'd be like, it's it's a she, and then she they they burn she at the stake. <laughs> A witch. Yeah, what the fuck? I, I don't even... This is a good question. I just don't know what I could do for them. When was Shakespeare? When did that happen? Oh, fuck. Was it 1400? Okay, so I could just write Romeo and Juliet, like a bad version of it. You could, yeah. And just be like, yeah, it's a play. It is. I don't know why I have this accent. Uh-huh. But. I I do love the image. It's not you specific of any, anybody who does not, like, study Shakespeare trying to remember... His verbiage. <laughs> just well, that's the thing is, I got it's gonna be bullshit anyway because I've got to make it match their thing. Like this is four hundred years before Shakespeare. It's not gonna set. But if I listen to them talk for an hour, I could probably figure it out. Right. Yeah. Well, no, that was the thing though. He he made up a bunch of words and stuff. Oh yeah, I never do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, but doing someone doing <laughs> all of a sudden the history books are just like yeah, and they started saying sicky narnar back <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like exa- in the year ten eleven. That's the thing is it involving surfer twig or, or Huntington Beach lingo into. Fucking uh, Romeo and Juliet. Thou hast given my heart a boner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Indeed, my emotions are quite chubbed for thee. Yeah. <laughs> Shall I compare thee to a summer thought? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for watching my new play, Romeo and Juliet with Rome. <laughs> <laughs> Sublime with Romeo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cosmic DM says, "Have you ever had a moment on tour that made you feel out of shape slash like you needed to work out?" Uh, yeah, yeah, most of them. <laughs> yeah, uh, I remember when we ate the second sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think we pretty much covered that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and then you're also like so much of his being on tour is just sitting. Yeah. So when you stand up, you're just like, oh, I can feel my blood pressure be not good. Yeah, you're just eating gas station foods. So you're just like, ah, oh, good, I have Pringle poisoning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm yawning. You good? Fucking. Uh, <laughs> uh, Minetta says, uh, who do you think best represents you on BoJack Horseman and why? Tom, if you don't watch it, who is your fave Civ and why? Favorite what? Civ, I assume from the game Civ or what is your what? I don't I, I don't know who is your favorite Civ means. Yeah. Maybe, like, who's your favorite one to play in that game, Civ Civilization, that you used to play? Yeah, uh, Bismarck. Um, uh, <laughs> what? I, I, the weird... Bismarck? Who's For civilization. civilization. Is that a guy or a place? Because I only it's know it's a place in North Dakota. Okay. Yeah, it's a guy. Gotcha. Ger- Germany. Okay. Yeah, and he... Tom loves Germany. Interesting. 
Yeah, I know. His trade is when you this is Civ Five, but when he'd you'd raid barbarians, you had a fifty percent chance that they would join you instead of just dying. Oh, yeah. So you could get really big armies really fast, and if you had good finances, then you could upgrade them quickly and just really rip ass throughout the world. <laughs> um, uh, Bojack Horseman, I am. De- I am. I'm definitely. You're done. Yeah, I think I, I, I'm 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 uh, fucking Jacqueline Hyde, yeah. Todd, and Bojack. <laughs> you're, you're, you're asexual and constantly getting into mischief. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I I think I, I live in a Mr. Peanut Butter space. Yeah. Where there's I try and be a good time boy, but there's a lot of unexamined darkness. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 N- yeah. Oh, I thought you were gonna say something else. No, I'm trying to think if there's any other character I would I would throw in there for you. But you are Mr. We've talked about this before. Maybe it wasn't on the podcast. But no, I think we just talked about this in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I definitely I definitely come off like a Todd, but in my head I am Bojack. Right. <laughs> but You're I not nearly self-absorbed enough to be a Bojack, though. I actually really appreciate that because I've been very paranoid Googling and taking am I a narcissist quizzes lately. Well... <laughs> let me, let me, let me, you are not self-absorbed in that like you do not think you're like the most important person in the world. You are you are hyper. Uh, you 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 go over the same arguments in your head and like sort of look for flaws in you. Uh-huh. You just get hyper fixated on shit. Yeah, but I don't think you're narcissistic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I've I've been I've gotten really paranoid lately that I that I am and trying to. Yeah, but yeah. Look at it this way: if you're worried you're narcissistic, you're probably not narcissistic. Well, all the quizzes I said is like you have normal. Uh, levels of of human narcissism was kind of kind of the, <laughs> yeah, which is about. But the problem is you don't respond well to being told you are a normal, adequate level of fucked up. <laughs> You're like I'm either the best or the worst at anything. Yeah, I definitely do that sometimes, which is a trait of narcissism. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and then but then I got I got higher scores on the empath tests. There you go. Which is the supposed to be the reverse of narcissism, but then. I got hooked into um, like what the this in in my head going like well what if I'm so narcissistic that I know what they're looking for and change the whole thing has just become very obsessive and yeah yeah you know what I will say though with like not, I I don't know if I've ever done the narcissist one but just in general like I've done a lot of those like do you are are you a paranoid schizophrenic take this three minute internet quiz and find out or whatever yeah or any of those like mental like things whatever. And the problem is I, I do always kind of feel like I kind of understand what answer means what. Yeah. So it's hard for me to not like be like, well, I the, the machine's broken. Like, I understand. Because <laughs> my question one, are you a narcissist? <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, no, I'll say no. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I, I like I mean, I don't I don't I actually I don't you know, I, I based off of a lot of stuff that I've 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 written. You know what's funny is when they got to the the problems of uh, uh, an empath, which is supposed to be the counter. Right. Uh, that that's where I go. Oh, these are definitely more of the problems <laughs> I, I struggle with. Right. Uh, addiction and being around abusive people, <laughs> like just like a, yeah. Uh, I was like, but but then wouldn't it be narcissistic to think that I am actually <laughs> so like, and that's that is the snake in my mind eating itself. That is, yeah, that is just like, well, somebody's got to be the villain in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which, uh, you know, I don't I, I don't think I'm either. I think I'm just, a, a, I don't even know. How, oh, Bojack. Yeah, that's how. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and last question. Mooks Milliams says, 
Tom, what is your plan to hijack the next SpaceX flight so we can divert it and begin our breakaway moon colony? Keith, what bodacious name will we give our moon colony? I've been working on the script. I'm going dis- to distract Big NASA with it <laughs> <laughs> while they're reading it and not making sense of it because I've added more typos to the next draft. I will be sticking onto the ship and then kidnapping. I guess cows is what you do for space. Uh, you kidnap cows for space. Hang on. <laughs> okay. So let's just let's back it up one click. Where what what, you, what your plan so far is is I'll go to NASA and give them the script, and while they're reading it, I'll slowly realize SpaceX is not part of NASA. <laughs> <laughs> this is a long con. Okay. Okay. Now what I have NASA. Also, I don't know where the cows are coming from. Okay. What in space do as the Spaceians do, which would be so you're implying. Are you saying that aliens abduct cows? Yes. So you're just going to bring a bunch of cows and drunk rednecks? I didn't say drunk rednecks. Well, that's who gets abducted as well. Uh, yeah. Some of them are sober. I guess. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. Who knows better? I want the best cows and the worst white people on my <laughs> rocket ship. Yeah. Well, who knows cows better than rednecks? That's true. Yeah. Who? Their food, employment, lovers. Yeah. So I guess them too. Okay. Yeah. So basically, what I've said is I'm gonna kidnap, <laughs> kidnap. Uh, uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna uh, steal. How would you steal a spaceship? Well, I'm gonna become a cattle rustler. Yeah. Uh, basically, I'm gonna the fucking kidnap Milwaukee and bring it to the moon. Yeah. Is. Uh, well, I guess I, I guess this moon colony is called uh, Tom didn't make it, Spurg. Because <laughs> I feel like while Tom is doing this, you and me will figure out how to start a moon colony. <laughs> Yeah. No, my plan's good. Oh, yeah, it's a rocket plan. Yeah. It lacks subtlety, though. <laughs> but what it lacks in subtlety, it makes up for in being stupid. <laughs> I'd say it's a smart plan if you look at it It's not close a plan. <laughs> yes, it is. It's not a, it, step one. Diversion. Step two. Kidnapping. Step three. Travel. <laughs> How are you getting the spaceship? Through the diversion. <laughs> okay, your script's not so long that they're not gonna. That you're gonna have time to go find a hundred cows and steal a spaceship. No, I'll steal it first and then pick them up as I go. Okay, it's not a fucking Uber. <laughs> you can't just park it. It says who? Gravity. Okay, so you're saying that you can't park a spaceship. You're treating it like it's a bus. Like It's a bus in space. No, motherfucker. Like, okay, but if you fly it over here, no, you burned up with all the fuel and it's it exploded. Uh-huh. Like the rocket part that takes you up. Well, we'll save the rocket part for the end. That's not... It's, it's like you don't care about starting a moon colony <laughs> this anonymous weirdo on Twitter. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, I think that's the show. I think so. Yeah. Uh, follow us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash this is not a show. $5 a month. Get your bonus episode every week. Uh, follow us on all the social media. Uh, and that's it. Gibbity, gibbity, gibbity. That's all, folks. <laughs> 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 fucking bye. <laughs>